1: I Love Old Time Radio Producing a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on the Shadow. This episode originally aired on March 19th, 1944, and it's called The Drums of Doom.
2: lurks in the hearts of men. The shadow knows.
0: (laughs) Once again, your neighborhood blue coal dealer brings you the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. Friends, war has driven the demand for anthracite coal to an all-time high. Yes, anthracite has pitched in to do five big extra wartime heating jobs, of which replacing wood is just one. That's right, friends. Wood, wood was an important peacetime fuel. But suddenly it disappeared. All over rural America, wood piles vanished. The cutters were off to war, or to work in war plants in the city. 544,000 homes faced bitter cold weather without fuel, unless anthracite was immediately supplied. But you can bet it was supplied, friends, and not just meet this missing wood emergency, but to meet other wartime demands, too. To fill Uncle Sam's huge new military coal bin, to replace oil shipped to Africa, and coke now making steel in Pittsburgh mills. True, to meet these tremendously increased demands, you have been limited to eighty-seven and one-half percent of last year's coal. But knowing how vital the coal thus made available is to victory, we know you are accepting this war limitation cheerfully. The shadow, mysterious character who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Several years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret the hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama. Drums of Doom.
3: Right. Lamont. Have you ever seen such dancing?
2: She's wonderful. Unbelievable, Martin.
3: She's all over the stage at once. Oh, those pom-toms getting the shivers.
4: Amazing bit of interpretive dancing I've ever seen. The high spot on Louisa now is career. This isn't a color
3: number, is it, Alon? Yes,
4: uh, based on a native sacrificial dance of Haiti. According to the program, no white man's ever seen it before. Look, Mom.
3: Hmm? He's actually thrown in the middle of the stage, staring up as though she was hypnotized. Ah! <laughs> Yes. yes. something's wrong,
2: Lamar. The curtain's coming down. Yes, I wonder what it. Oh, my, what could have happened? Ladies and gentlemen, I, I regret to announce that due to a sudden indisposition, this Ronaldo will be unable to continue her performance or whatever. Yes, Miss yes.
3: Louge. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm Miss Louise and Margot, the dancer. Yes. They told me I might find Mr. Thompson here. It is terribly important. Don't keep him. Oh, well, I'm expecting him shortly. Won't you come in? Thanks, Phil. <coughs> Why, oh, that was a brilliant performance you gave last night. I hope your sudden illness was not uh, in, hey, in the Illness? They said an important interruption in your performance last night. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. Most unfortunate. In the midst of life. It is always death. What? It is nothing. An old father. Mm. Oh, that's probably Mr. Cranston now. Will you sue him? Cough, Miss Lane. Hello, Margot. Come on. Louise Ronaldo, the dancer, is here to see you. She wants me? Yes, and she's terribly frightened about something.
4: Mm-hmm. Let's go and find out what it's all about. Hello, Miss Ronaldo. Miss Lane tells me you want to see me.
3: Oh, yes, Mr. Creston. It is very important. Could I speak to you alone?
4: Speak pretty in front of Miss Lane.
3: Very well. I... I wanted to show you this. I know you have made a study of these things, Mr. Cranston, and I hope you would be able to help me.
4: Did you get this?
3: I... I found it in my dressing room last night. And then, during the performance, I happened to look up in the scenery loft. A larger one hung up there, suspended in mid-air, like an omen of the devil. And that's when I screamed. Oh, Mr. Cranston, you've got to help me. I'm in terrible danger. Why, just a piece of black satin cut out in the shape of a little hand. You
4: have a scissors, Margot.
3: Wait, yes. Just a minute, Margo. Oh, Mr. Cranston.
2: I don't know what to do. They are after oh, me.
4: Come it's... now, Mr. Margot, You've got to pull yourself together. Yes. You oh, know. thanks, Margot. I will cut open this hand. Hmm. That's as I thought. A phone and dust inside.
3: I'm afraid I don't follow all. What is this queer looking black hand?
4: Margot's a symbol of something that reaches into the heart of our most civilized places. In the black jungles of Haiti.
3: Sounds menacing.
4: It is. This little black hand is a voodoo. Voodoo? Yes, Margot, the black magic of Haiti. This little black hand is the calling card of the voodoo. Whoever received it is marked for death.
3: Miss Renaldo found the black hand right on his dressing room table, didn't Yes,
4: Margot and I. <laughs> oh,
3: had you know Mrs. Renaldo had been. Well, she asked us to wait in her dressing room until the performance was over. I am sorry. Time to get Captainette for her next number. Sarah,
4: have you been with Miss Naldo long?
3: She's months. I must go. Mrs. Renaldo cut the cottonette. Very talkative, isn't
4: it? Did a look on her face, Margot, when she saw this little black hand?
3: Yes, it was either fear or guilt.
4: Margo, I think we better watch the rest of this show from the wings. Come on. So
3: Come on, getting a magnificent performance. No one in the audience would ever suspect that poor girl's yes. terror
2: Yes, I'm Ralph
4: Henderson, Mr. Ronaldo's manager. Oh, how do you do? This is how do you do?
3: Hello.
4: Louise just told me that she was consented to help her. Frankly, I'm afraid for her. She never was very strong, and this fear that taken hold of her seems to be undermining her health completely. Mr. Henderson, do you know anything about Miss Ronaldo's maid, Sarah? She's a native of Hades is she? Yes, she's a strange girl full of native superstitions. Do you have any idea who might have put that voodoo in Miss Ronaldo's dressing room? Well, I have a time to figure it out. You see, I know a bit about Katie and the folklore myself. Perhaps Louise may have unwittingly antagonized the Navy on a trip, maybe. Well, the arm of the voodoo is long, to cancel.
3: You mean Zara?
4: Well, he'd be the most likely suspect, but he uh, seems so uh, devoted to Louise. Ah!
2: Oh, good oh, heavens, the tan right right back fallen. Get a doctor. Quick. Oh, is it, Mr. Nardo? I can't tell. There's so much confusion out there. Bill, bring
4: down the curtain. How is Louise? Uh, she's not injured, Mr. Henderson. She just fainted when the sandbag held so close to her. She's still unconscious. We'll need some water. Go, oh, get some water. Oh, mm-hmm. yes,
3: That other dancing girl was killed, wasn't she, Lamont?
4: Yes, it was a terrible death.
3: Oh, dear. I think she's coming out of it. Water me. Oh, thanks, doll. Mm. Here, Mister Naldo, try to swallow a little of this. <laughs> there, that's fine. Good What is she talking about? I want to hear what she's saying. They <laughs> don't This is this is them. This is
2: them. Come over. Luba. Yeah. Luba. What are you gibbering about? Luba.
3: So, so Luba. Her voice. It's a zombie. Her voice of walking dead.
2: Say. Zombie.
4: Yeah. It's a zombie. This is when I'm taking Zara outside. Luba. Luba. Oh, oh, on. zombie. Right. Come on, Zara. It's a
2: zombie.
4: zombie. I wanted to get them out of here, Margot. I think this may be a chance to find out some things we want to know.
3: The monkey thinks they're in a trap.
4: Yes, I know. It'll help.
3: Luba. What are you going to do?
4: I'm going to try hypnotism. Louise Louise Ronaldo, listen to me. You're going to tell me everything. Everything that has frightened you from the beginning.
3: Yes, from the beginning. And I think we were walking through the woods. This Haitian countryside is beautiful.
0: (laughs) It has been fun exploring it,
5: but it's getting dark, Louise. I think we ought to be starting back.
3: Oh, Ralph, look over there. Those tombstones. Why, it is a native burial ground. Uh,
5: Louise, come back here.
3: Oh, Ralph. Come and look at the exquisite trinkets on these graves.
4: Don't touch them, Louise. Those ornaments are put on the graves by the natives to ward off evil spirits. The natives are very superstitious. Listen. Tom-toms in the hills.
3: <laughs> oh, it is just a ceremonial dance, Ralph. Oh, look. Here's a curious-looking bracelet on its headstone here.
4: Hey. Why, that must be centuries old. A relic of the old slave-trading days. I want. No, Louise. I'd stir up trouble with the natives.
3: I don't care. I want it for my collection. And I'm going to take
4: it. Louise. We'd better get out of here quick. There's someone watching us from behind that tombstone.
3: Oh, <laughs> right. there is no one behind that tombstone. Only under it. And he will
2: never meet the bracelet. <laughs> Once again,
3: from the moment I took that bracelet from the grave, I had no peace. I did not sleep. And always I heard the tombstone dropping. It almost drives me now. Finally, my husband Subject We cut our visit short And we're trying to this day My husband I didn't know she was married
4: Your husband?
3: Yes Ralph Henderson Ralph Henderson, my daughter, my daughter Let me go on, my daughter The treat bar was unabentable The symptoms disappeared I thought I was cured After we got here, I began rehearsing for my reciting. And then it started again.
4: What started again?
3: Visions, visions in the night. I would wake and see a figure standing by my bed, pointing at me. And then the drums would begin. She's coming out of the crowd. (laughs) Where am I? Oh, Mr. Cranston, Miss Lane.
4: telling us a very interesting story, Miss Rinaldo. Uh,
3: what did I say?
4: A good deal. Why were you keeping your marriage to Ralph Henderson a secret?
3: Oh, uh, did I tell you that? He thought it would interfere with my career if it were known. Please, do not let him know I told you. Yeah, we'll keep
4: your secret. One more question, Miss Rinaldo. Yes? That slave bracelet you took from the grave, do you have it with you?
3: No. Note has been missing for several days now.
4: Could you describe it to me?
3: I have a picture of it here in my bag. Good. I was going to send the bracelet to a dealer. I had a photograph so he could distribute copies among his clients. Ah, oh, here's the picture. Thank
4: you. Very unusual looking. Shouldn't be hard to identify. Oh, it isn't, bad. Later, Margo. Well, Miss Ronaldo, I think you'll be all right for tonight. Miss Lane and I have to be running along now.
2: Reclaim, Mr. Mr. Cranston, I'm over here.
3: Oh, well, there's Shrevey's cab, Lamont.
2: Hey, where have you two been? You said I should meet you here after the show, you said. It's been over for hours. Get in,
3: Margot. I'm sorry, Shrevey.
4: We had a little business backstage. Hope you didn't mind waiting. No, I didn't mind. I didn't. I had the meter running the whole time.
3: <laughs> you know, Lamont, I'd say that Zara is the most likely suspect. Maybe one of her ancestors is fair.' imaginary. You no, know, Margot,
4: I've got a hunch there's something more diabolic than that behind this case. You see, Margot, that sandbag didn't fall by accident. The rope holding it was cut.
3: You mean that someone meant to kill Louise Rinaldo tonight? I'm
4: not sure, Margot. Anyone might have been under that sandbag when it fell, and the person who cut the rope knew that.
3: But I don't understand. That well,
4: doesn't make much sense, does it?
3: So, on. what about that bracelet? If you could find out who stole it. Yes,
4: Margot I are thinking about that. Maybe we'll locate that bracelet through Doc Bronson. Mm-hmm. Doc Bronson? Who's he? Someone in the shadow sent to jail some years ago. He's a dealer in all sorts of strange curios, charms, bracelets, amulets, mostly stolen. That bracelet was stolen from Miss Ronaldo. The chances are sooner or later it'll find its way to Doc's place. Can you think... I think it's about time the shadow renewed Doc's acquaintance.
2: What can I do for you? Well, that's funny. There's no one here. I could have sworn I hide the door open. <laughs> Who's that?
4: You've forgotten your old friend,
6: Doc?
2: That voice. Mr. Shadow. Do so
6: you do remember me?
2: What do you want with me this time, Shadow? I ain't done nothing.
6: Little black hand I've just thrown on the counter. Do you
2: recognize it? No. Oh, I never saw it before. Haven't you,
4: Doc? What about that voice you're fingering so nervously? Where did you get it? Oh. <sighs>
2: A friend gave it to me.
4: That bracelet was stolen from Louise Ronaldo, the dancer. It's a collector's item worth a fortune. Worth even murder.
2: I know what you're talking about. You're lying,
4: Doc. I remember receiving stolen goods is one thing, murder is another.
2: Ryder, right, uh, I ain't mixed up with no writer, son. Where did you get that bracelet? Ryder, right, uh, I'll tell you. Nobody's going to pin a murder up on me. Some customer gave it to me as, as payment for a job i done. What job? That little black hand. This. Customer asked me to make him another one just like the one I I made for Gloria Nelson. Gloria Nelson? Gloria
4: Nelson died of mysterious circumstances circumstance a few years ago. Or oh, maybe she was murdered, Doc?
2: Honest, I had nothing to do with it. All I did was. Where had you make those voodoos, Doc? It was.
0: winds rolling around and over your home as they do, friends, have an effect on firing your furnace you don't want to overlook. Yes, high winds inevitably increase the pull of the draft in your chimney and accelerate the rate at which your fire burns. What can you do? Well, close the turn damper as far as possible for one thing, but the best thing to do is install an automatic heat regulator now. Do it now for two reasons. First, to save precious coal. At this season particularly, hand control of furnace dampers is inefficient and wasteful. Trying to keep up with changes in wind velocity makes correct hand regulations practically impossible. So install a heat regulator and let it control those dampers for you efficiently, automatically. Your regulator will keep the temperature in your home right on the beam without any attention from you and protect your family from spring colds due to uneven heating. And remember, Heat regulators are quickly available now. They may not be next fall. So be safe, friends. Call your dealer and order your automatic heat regulator tomorrow. And now, back to the shadows.
5: Commissioner Weston, will
4: see you now, Mr. Cranston. Oh, thanks, officer. Well, hello, Mr. Cranston. Oh, Mr. Henderson, were you just in talking to the commissioner? Yes, that unfortunate accident at the theater. Police have been conducting an inquiry. Oh, that's so. <laughs> I hope uh, you're not one of the suspects. <laughs> no, I'm afraid my visit here is purely social. The commissioner's a good friend of mine. Oh, how Miss Ronaldo? Well, Mr. Cranston, I'm afraid her health won't stand up under the strain. Her heart isn't too strong. Why don't you get her to go away for a while? I suggested that, but she won't hear of it. Well, I've got to get back to the matinee. Goodbye, Mr. Cranston. Goodbye, Mr.
6: Henderson. Oh. oh. Hello, Cranston. What's on your mind? Hello, Commissioner. I wonder if you'd do me you a favor. Uh, what is it? Remember the Nelson case about uh, two years ago, I think it was? Nelson? You mean Gloria Nelson, the heiress? That's right. That's one I won't forget. She was found dead in her home. Someone in the department got the bright idea it was murder. We investigated thoroughly and there wasn't anything to that theory. Gloria Nelson died of a heart attack. She uh, well, but, uh, what's that favor you're going to ask? Well, I'd like the name of Gloria Nelson's nearest living relative. You probably have it in the files. What's on your mind, Cranston? You haven't found out anything, have you? Um, Commissioner, you know I have no interest in crime.
4: Pardon me, Commissioner. I just got this report from the Ninth Precinct. Old Doc Bronson's been found dead in his curio shop.
6: Doc Bronson, huh? Looks like the underworld is settling accounts again. Well, I think I'd better go down and have a look myself. Well, oh, but, Commissioner...
4: Huh? The file on Gloria Nelson really? Right now, now.
6: Cranston, you can't have it. It's against regulations. Yeah, you'll find it in that first filing cabinet. <laughs> Good old Weston.
3: Come on, we've got to do something. Louise Rinaldo just about got through her performance tonight. I never saw in a fighter. Yes, I know, Margot. Come on. Hmm? I do. It's not...
4: Margo, wait out here. Be
3: careful, Lamar.
4: <laughs> no one here. It's all right. Come in, Margo.
3: Well, now, what do you suppose? I'm sure I locked the door. Look, in. Margo, on that chair. What is it? little
4: black satin doll with a dagger through its heart. What does it mean? Another sign of the voodoo, Margo. It means someone's going to die tonight. Oh, Lamar. Now we've got to act fast. Go to Louise Ronaldo's apartment. Don't alarm her, but get her out of there somehow. I've got a hunch we'll find the answer to some of our questions tonight in Louise Ronaldo's apartment. Good. Good. There's nothing Away. wait. Let's pick this up. Someone's opening the door.
2: Oh. Oh. Oh,
3: help. Help me.
4: Donna, what happened? You're hurt.
3: No. No, Miss Campton. Hurry. I... Miss Ronaldo. He's laying in danger. See
2: Hurry! Right. Louise,
3: I don't think we should have come. You heard the voice in the phone? It said I must come here to the theater. I want us in this horror. I'd like to know who made that call. There's nothing so menacing as a dark, empty theater. If only we could put on a cute light. No, no, no. And the light and the darkness and the terrible cake. and darkness, must go. But it said we must find the center of the stage and wait there. I don't like this. Suppose it's a trap, hasn't it? I think we have to leave it for once. The drums are back in my head again. They are following me. Yes, too. We were getting off the stage right now. Tonight, someone has turned a spotlight on us.
2: Don't move off of this, but I that light. Oh, who are you? You die. here tonight. <laughs>
3: I can't see it. I can't see this. I can't see I
2: can't see You took the dress of the grave. You have violated the sleep of the dead. You must stay with your life. No, no, Wait. You will die with our slaves. Mm-hmm. I will come down! Down! You die now! My ah! oh, god.
3: Oh, Shadow. Oh, thank heaven. Give Shadow, I will.
5: Why don't you come up and get me? You can't prove anything,
2: Ruth. You've been talking to Ruth.
5: She lied. Whatever she told you, she lied. Oh,
2: your death was due to natural causes. The police said so. No, no, it's not true. You know too much. Who are you? You won't be a shadow when I get the spotlight focused on you. There. I've got the spotlight on. I'll just swing this beam around until I can see you. Then you'll be a perfect target for my knife. I... I hear you coming from... I can't see you. The lights right on you...
3: I don't understand what made him do
4: it. And you see, Margot Henderson, alias Nelson, was a psychological murderer. Took fiendish delight in literally frightening his victims to
3: death. Oh,
4: how far? His plan was to marry into a wealthy family, get his wife to sign over her interests to him, and then proceed to terrorize her.
3: But where does the voodoo come into it?
4: When he and Louise took that trip to Haiti, it gave him an idea how to get rid of her. And when she took the amulet from the grave, she was playing right into his hands.
3: You mean he used their own conscience to frighten?
4: Yes together with a recording of Tom's, a witch doctor's costume, those voodoo's he got from the dock. Henderson had Doc killed to seal his lips just as he killed Zara when she refused to assist him further in his plans.
3: Oh. Then Zara was in the scheme too.
4: Yes. She confessed just before she died.
3: But, Lamont, where does that fall in the sandbag fit into the picture?
4: All part of Henderson's campaign of fear, Margaret.
3: Oh, I see. You know, you never did tell me what happened up there in the scenery loft with Henderson and the shadow.
4: Well, naturally, Henderson couldn't see the shadow coming. He must have fallen a victim of his own power of suggestion. Thought the shadow was some kind of black magic that had finally caught up with him. And as a result, he jumped to his death in the catwalk.
0: Now, friends, let me introduce Blue Cole's distinguished heating expert,
5: John Barclay. Thank you, Ken Roberts, and good evening, friends. Or perhaps I should say good afternoon, with the days so much longer. Spring is here, or will be shortly. And spring brings with it special conditions to keep in mind in heating your home. First, as we've noted, the day is longer. And the sun's rays are daily gaining in strength, too. So what you want to be sure to do is get all the good you can out of those solar rays. Let the sun help heat your home. Heat the shades up. Allow it to shine in all you can. That'll help quite a lot. You'll be surprised how much. Now another thing is the problem of high winds. Watch out for them. They create a stronger draft in your chimney, cause your fire to burn too fast and overheat your home. Offset high winds by closing the turn damper of your furnace Just as far as you can. And I'd like to repeat an earlier warning about carrying a deep fire even in mild weather. Remember, another little trick of spring weather is the sudden drop in temperature. So, for best results, even in mild weather, keep a deep fire. Then you're always prepared. I thank you. Uh
0: The Shadow program is based on a story copyrighted by Freedon Smith Publications. The characters, names, places, and plots are fictitious. And similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, The Shadow will demonstrate that Next week, same time, same station, your friendly Blue Coal dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Be sure to listen. This is Ken Roberts saying, keep the home fires burning with Blue Coal. This story produced by the dm Coal Company, distributors of Blue Coal. The first matter will follow. Longine watches have been honored by 10 World's Fair grand prizes and 28 gold medal awards. Longine jewelers also show the Wittnor watch, a companion product of outstanding value in the moderate price field. WOR New York.
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Denny Welcome back. That was a strange recording, and it turns out that the channel's filter mic fails right before the climax of the show and continues not to work during the show's closing. You know, the joys of live radio. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks, and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.